I met the man who had saved my life twice, and ultimately destroy it, on a potholed road in the arse end of the Welsh countryside. He was sitting on a kit bag at the side of the lane, a trio of crushed cider cans at his feet. Morning mist still clung to the snow-dusted hills surrounding us, but all he was wearing on his top half was a Harley Davidson T-shirt. I pulled up next to him and wound down my window. Ed? A curt nod. Hi, I'm Simon. You're late, lad. I said eight. Hey. Sorry about that. Yeah, got a bit lost. All looks the same round here, doesn't it? I gave him my best self-deprecating grin. It usually thawed the frostier punters at the coffee shop where I part-timed. It didn't work on Ed. He jabbed a finger at the rutted track, snaking through a wooded area on the opposite side of the lane. Pull into the trees over there. Don't want the car to be seen from the road. We'll go. Wincing as branches scraped along the paintwork, I slid Thierry's Ford Focus beneath the limbs of a broken tree. My breath smoked as I climbed out, stretched, and waited for Ed to join me. I was chilled to the bone. The car's heater had packed up just outside Newport, and already cursing myself for setting this thing up. He threw his bag next to the car and gave my hand a rough-palmed shake. Close up, he had the swollen nose and florid skin of a career alcoholic. Baby-fine hair whisked over his scalp. I put him at around sixty. Do you really want to follow this grumpy old sod down a hole, Simon? Uh, where's your car, Ed? Don't have one. Hitched here last night. All the way here? Quite a feat. Apart from a stoical sheep, he was the only living thing I'd seen in the last hour. He smelled like he might have slept rough. A cured meat fug wafted off his clothes. I could have given you a lift. Picked you up somewhere. There's no trouble. Well, uh, I really appreciate this. A sniff. So, you want to go down Kumpot then? Yeah. To film the caves. That's right. Like I said in my emails, I'm interested in what happened down there in the 80s. Thought it might make a good documentary. Bullshit, of course, but I wasn't going to tell him the real reason I wanted to explore the caves until I had a clearer idea of how he might take it. Caves are off limits. I've been for 20 years. I know, that's why I got hold of you. Dangerous, too. Fuck's sake. Yeah, Ed. I know. He smirked, as if he knew something I didn't. His irises were dark, the whites around them tinged with yellow. Pickled onion eyes. You got my money. Tell this prick you've changed your mind to get the hell out of here. Good advice. Sensible advice. But I ignored it. It had taken serious legwork to get to this point, and I wasn't about to throw in the towel. After hearing about Kumpot and its grisly history, I'd spent days scouring caving forums looking for a guide, finally coming across Ed, the only caver who openly admitted sneaking into the caves. He was clearly a miserable old git with a drinking problem, but the other cavers on the forum deferred to him, so presumably he knew what he was doing. I gave him the three hundred quid we agreed on. He counted it, taking his time. And an extra fifty for the equipment. Bastard. That, that wasn't part of the deal. It is now. Twenty? Twenty-five. He smirked again as I handed it over. Now I had to make this work. Half a month's rent had disappeared into the pocket of his filthy jeans, as well as next week's food and beer budget. You bought gloves and boots like I told you? Yep. Wellies and washing up gloves, right? <laughs> Not exactly the outdoor gear I was used to. He dug in the bag and handed me a helmet, a head torch, a ratty belt with an old-fashioned carabiner attached, a yellow rubber exposure suit, a pair of knee pads, 
and a blue fleece undersuit that resembled a giant baby grow. Put that on first. He pulled his t-shirt over his head, and I tried not to stare at the wormy scar bisecting his concave chest. That and the grey hair furring his limbs made him look older, vulnerable, less of a hard man. What are you waiting for, lad? Not wanting to look prissy by retreating to the car to get changed, I used the exposure suit as a makeshift mat, stripped off and gingerly shucked the fleece suit over my legs. It held the same cured meat pong as Ed. What happened to you, lad? He was eyeing my own cluster of scar tissue, a network of raised white flesh crisscrossing my left shoulder. Climbing accident, eight years ago, smashed up my ankle, femur and collarbone, fractured my skull too. A stupid, avoidable accident. I'd been showing off in front of a group of hikers, free climbing an easy first pitch at Cum Sillin, the kind of training wheels route I'd have cruised through when I was a kid.